right, it's Mike Varley here. Welcome to this edition of the Varley Vehicle. Let's step inside, strap ourselves in, and take our mind for a little drive. I was listening to Bob Proctor today, and a couple things came to me that just, you know, he always makes great points, but there was a couple that stuck out today. And, you know, one of them was, um, why do you always focus on why we can't do something instead of why we can do something? Which is you know, exactly what Henry Ford was saying when his quote, you know, whether you believe you can or cannot do something, either way you're right. And it comes back to how we, how we are programmed, how we are conditioned. Um, it starts when we're infants brought into this world and, um, you know, for the first five years of our life, uh, we really do not have a conscious mind. It's more subconscious. It's whatever you're fed uh, that's the belief system you're started with. Um, I mean, that's why we like certain foods we like. Um, you know, I did that with my sons. Uh, oh, no, don't eat that. You won't like that. <laughs> how, how do I know they won't like that? But if you plant that seed in them, then obviously they're not going to like it. You know, that's amazing. There are so many opportunities out there for us to go after our, our dreams and our goals, and we have that inter- monkey chatter saying you can't do that you can't do that and that's what we focus on we will come up with every reason book why we can't do something as opposed to one reason why we can do something and there's another thing bob proctor said that if you come up with an idea god gives you an idea he's certainly also going to give you the how behind getting that idea or the how to get that idea. He's not just going to give you one part without the second part of the equation, which is also phenomenal. So, so I'm going to think about that for a second. Why do we always focus on why we can't do something instead of focusing on why we can? You know, I challenge you out there to do a, a Google search of your name and look, and I guarantee you, you will not find any role any law, any edict, anything in the universe that says you, state your name, are not allowed to do this, or you cannot pursue this idea, or you cannot follow that idea, or you cannot go after your passion. There's nothing like that out there. You know where that is? That's all in our little minds, all in our heads. <laughs> That's all that is. Seriously, check. Google yourself. Look for yourself and see if there's any roles. I know I did it, and there's nothing. There's nothing out there that says Mike Varley cannot be a life coach. Mike Varley cannot be a motivational speaker. Nothing. I checked. Can't find it anywhere. So, man, that's great news. It's right off the bat the universe is telling you, hey, this is something you can do. It's up to you to want to do it and to take the action. And there's where there's, there's the disconnect. You come up with this great idea but you don't put any action towards it. And so it just vanishes into thin air. Uh, there's a story about the, um, I'm sure they're all over the world, but uh, you know, here in the United States, there's the, uh, I think they call them the Billy Bob teeth, which they're the uh, funky teeth you put, you know, put in your mouth and they, you know, teeth missing here, or there's braces or huge teeth and small teeth or, you know, just buck teeth. I mean, they're really bad looking teeth. And, and what happened was there were two guys uh, in college, one guy uh, in dental school, he uh, come up with this little, as a gag, come up with one little set of teeth like this and showed him to his buddy. 
boom, there was an idea right there. He said, hey, we should market this. And they have, and they are multimillionaires. Multimillionaires. Now, there's a classic example right there of an idea presents itself, and that gentleman took it, took action, ran with it, and look what happened to him. Where, what, 90, again, 97, 98% of us would have said, yeah, that won't work. Or, yeah, who's, who's going to buy that? Apparently a lot of people are, because I think I have three or four sets of them. My kids love them, think they're hilarious. You know, it's that's amazing. See what happens when, you know, there's a guy that, again, said, I can do this. Instead of focusing on why he couldn't, he focused on why he could, and the rest is history. Yeah, another thing Bob Proctor was talking about, he got into paradigms and, and uh, some other stuff, and I don't want to go in that direction with this particular um, podcast tonight, but what he did talk about, which is the same thing, you know, I was talking about earlier about my sons telling him, you know, which foods they would like and which foods they wouldn't like. If you think about it, as far back as you can remember when you first started eating foods, who told you what you would like and what you wouldn't like? Obviously, your parents did. Or your brothers and sisters, you know, whoever raised you told you what you wouldn't like and, what well, excuse me, what you would like and wouldn't like. Let's take that a step further. Who told them that? And then who told them? And then who told them? You know, how many generations back do you have to go where, uh, for example, broccoli, you know, oh, I don't like broccoli. And then he or she passed that on to the next generation, passed on to the next generation. You know, it isn't as far-fetched as you think. I mean, seriously, whatever food you don't like, find out if your parents didn't like it. Is that why you didn't like it? And then ask them if, if they're still around. Hopefully they are. Who told them they didn't like that food? Isn't that amazing how you know, just one little um, condition can go back so many generations. So you wonder now why we thought of or we think, you know, I can't do that instead of I can do that. Um, there was another, I don't know if it was Jim Rome or if it was Bob Proctor, um, was also saying, do not expect what you do not apologize about that. I got a little uh, dry mouth there. The quote is do not expect what you do not desire and do not desire what you do not expect. Let me say that again. Do not expect what you do not desire and do not desire what you do not expect. There you go. I mean, it goes hand in hand with why do we focus on the things we can't do instead of focusing on what we can do. Um, you know, it's all perspective. That's all it is. You take a look at whatever idea you have and give it a good walk through, look around it, look at it from every angle, and there's a way to get it done. And it's just are you willing to pay the cost of what it takes to get it done? And that cost could be anything from time, uh, money, um, if maybe it's actual physical action you're taking, uh, there's a bunch of different costs that come could come into play with that. But it's a matter of are you willing to do that? Uh, because if you are, you will get whatever you want. It is simple as that. You just have to focus on it and believe you can get it and take action towards getting it, and you will. It truly is that simple.
So think of how many stories you hear out there of success stories where, you know, again, um, in the sporting world where you'll hear of a person who's very successful and, you know, they interview them. They say, what happened? He said, well, either when I was growing up or at one point in time, someone told me, you cannot do that. And what did they do? They focused on, I can do it. Again, instead of saying, yeah, you're right, which there are a lot of people that do that. But these successful people said, you're wrong. I can do that. And here's how I'm going to do that. So if we listen to our quote again, they focused on what they desire and they expect what they desire. And the same, same purposes, they are desiring what they expect to get. You know, there it is. Uh, and take it back even to Henry Ford quote. The reason they're successful is because they believe they can do it. Plain and simple. They believe they can do it. And they're not going to let anything hold them back. You know, I have a great quote from Michael Jordan where uh, he was cut from his, I think, eighth grade basketball team. And he, from that moment on, made up his mind that he was going to become the best, excuse me, best basketball player ever. That was his, you know, that was his, his end all, his be all. That was his dream. And he took action on that dream. He certainly said to himself, I can do this. And he certainly desired for that expectation. So he also expected that desire to come true. And lo and behold, it did. When he was playing basketball, he was the best player in the world. And that's where that inner desire comes from. Now, the great news is everybody has that. Everybody has that inner drive to succeed. There's not one person in the world that God did not put that in or the universe did not put that in. That's in everybody. We just have to find it and decide what it is that we want to do and put it in action and definitely put it in action. So this is going to be a short episode tonight. And you know, here at the vehicle, we, I always, we, like there's a whole bunch of me. There's only one of me. I always like to give you uh, an action step to take because if I don't, you won't. Simple as that. So here's the action step. I want you to list six reasons. And I'm actually going to give you one since so only five. But I want you to list six. Uh, why you can. That was C-A-N. Why you can follow your dream. And the number one reason is going to be I, not me, Mike Varley, but I as in you. I allow myself to follow my dream. Now give me five other reasons why you can, can do this. Simple as that. Thank you all very much for listening. I truly do appreciate it. Again, if you want to check out my website, it is http colon forward slash forward slash www.varleyvehicle.com. Check out the website. Sign up for the free coaching and uh, fill out your email address. Get back to me and leave some comments. I would appreciate that. You can leave a comment if you want at Mike 
at thevarleyvehicle.com. Excuse me, it's Mike at varleyvehicle.com. There's no the in there. So that's Mike at varleyvehicle.com. But please leave a comment. Always interested in them. And I know I'm helping people out, and I appreciate that. And as much as I'm helping you folks out, uh, it's helping me out tremendously also. So, again, thank you very much for listening. Let's pull the vehicle inside and uh, have a great evening because you absolutely deserve it.